podcast starring Jeremiah Coughlin, Julia Ramos, Ash Kasteman, and Crystal Kordowski. Joined by her co-host and poster illustrator extraordinaire Shane Hosey is the creator of Pitch Please, Carolyn May! <laughs> ranch dressing in my beard? All right. I, I, oh, God. I ate a lot of chicken sandwiches before this. Everybody, welcome to Pitch Please. It's so good to have you all here. Without further ado, I'd like to bring up the hostess of the evening. Please welcome Carolyn Maine. Thank you. Please be recording. Thank you. Thank you, Shane Hosey, my consummate poster drawer and co-host, Fancy Boy. And this is Pitch Please, the game of the 60-second screenplay where we're going to have four contestants pitch movies based on cards of cliches. This is the Oscars next year, and you saw them first, people. This is a very romantic, special Valentine's Day edition where we're having only couples on stage. And in that vein, in the main vein, we have... My partner and fiance, who can really wear a set of tails, Aaron Michael Walker. Hello. Hi. He'll just be doing that throughout the night, mostly eye candy. <laughs> First of all, let's get up a couple of beautiful newlyweds. We have Jeremiah Coughlin and Julia Ramos to the stage. Hello, welcome. Please sit at the table you set your drink set. Do a turn. Woo! <laughs> it's a bit of a maze up here. But we're getting there. But. Emphasis on but. That'll be coming up later. It always does. <laughs> coming we always, up. We always bring the butts up. And then drop them down. <laughs> bring them up. Drop them down. The butt beats. <laughs> Julia Ramos, welcome to the stage. Thank you so much for being here. Look, they're already helping each other. Marriage oh, hasn't Aww. ruined them yet. So cute. It's like, don't touch my things. <laughs> don't lose it. Uh, Julia, tell us a bit about yourself and the studio you'll be playing as tonight. Um, it's inspired by my parents. Ooh. Very excited about their loves and love and love and love. You, in uh, fact, came from your parents' love. Uh, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that's right. No, that's not right. <laughs> I'll have to check the numbers on that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, married to this guy. Yay. Hey. Uh, real quick, Julia, what's your studio name? Nine Weddings and a Stepdad. Ooh. <laughs> so we can look forward to some of that kind of content. Oh, yeah. And Jeremiah, what is your Hello. studio name? Hello. Oh. Welcome. Uh, McGravy. Seamus McGravy. Ooh. Like James Bond. Bond, James Bond. But grunchier. Yes, and Irishier. Great. So we can expect some really delectable gravy feelings out of your family. I like gravy. And I like that you like gravy. Uh, next up, we have two B-Weds, a couple of lovely ladies. We have Crystal Kordowski and Ash Kasterman to the stage. They are very engaged for the summer, and this might be the last time they have these last names, so really enjoy them. Hey, Crystal, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. So happy to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Yay, there we go. Yeah, here now I am. Now we're happy to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Before, we were just playing along. Uh, Crystal, what's your studio name this I, evening? I am playing as... I am playing as Popping... Popping Zits and Pills... Studios. 
Popping zits and pills. That sounds very yes. housewife with yes. money. Yeah, exactly. I can get into exactly. that. Child of the 80s. You know. Excellent. And, and I do like to pop zits and pills, for the record. If you could only she pop does. one in the next 10 minutes. If I could pop one zit? Does anyone or have one? Or pill. I will, okay, I got you. I'll pop your zit later. <laughs> Slow-mo, video. She's not a professional, but she's I'll a do, very yeah, skilled please. amateur. Yep. Great, great. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a face yeah. zit, right? No, anywhere. Great. Anywhere in your body. I can take care of those. And Ash, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yay. <laughs> um, what is your studio name this evening? Finally, our fourth contestant. Uh... My studio name is Burt Baccarat Bonanzas. What the world needs now is Burt Baccarat Bonanzas. Super sexy. So sexy, really beautiful, really, uh, you know, as far as men who sang, he's never said anything terrible, so I love him for that as well. He's in his private life that's, so far. That's becoming the metric, isn't it? Yeah. That's the bar. <laughs> Very thin like that I can cling to. Well, we've got our beautiful contestants. Let's dive right in with round one. Dun, dun, dun. What do I want to see? Round one. Well, we have all these beautiful couples. I want to see them play to each other. That's right. This first round, we're going to have the two be weds. Your category is something your spouse would really like, which will be fun because you are playing directly against them. So no matter what you do, just make it something that Crystal or Ash will see opening weekend. Whose love is stronger? Let's find <laughs> out. Let's put it to the test here Let's at make Pitch, an please. actual competition of who can give the best <laughs> gift, which is really what Valentine's Day is about, yes? yes. So yes. let's look at your cards. Crystal, Scared. what do you have? I have Manhunt. Ooh. I have Extremely Hot and Extremely Clumsy. Classic. And with a twist. Ah, and pitch with that the movie that Ash would love the most ever. And Ash, what are you going to build for Crystal out of cards that worked? I got turning in badge. Uh-huh. Acrotic banter. Yes. And manhunt. There's two manhunts, slightly different, slightly similar. You'll be working with that. All right, ladies, your approximate minute to turn that into a screenplay starts now. Okay. Three. Two, Two, one. one. All right, we have a choice between Burke, Baccarat, Bonanzas, or Poppins, It's and Poppin' Pills. Aaron, which way do you want to go first? Pills. Yeah, yeah. There's a Hollywood man all the way. All right, Poppin' Pills, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's hear your pitch, please, in three, two, one. So Ash really loves sci-fi, so I instantly Aww. went with sci-fi. And um, this movie is... Is about some aliens that come down just to America to kill all the white men because they're so sick of it. And the rest of the world doesn't even help because they're so <laughs> sick of it, too. Yeah, so these aliens yeah. come down, and Ash would really like this, that this ha actually happened. And they just start killing all these white men in America. And um, then all of a sudden, Jennifer Tilly is playing this person. Ooh. And actually, she, <laughs> Ash has made reference every time she has seen this extremely hot and extremely clumsy card. She's been like, I want it to be Jennifer Tilly. So it's so funny. <laughs> she comes down because she's like, this is amazing. I want to make love to this alien so I can have the alien baby. Because ah. this is like a remarkable thing that's happening. But at the end, she finally fucks the alien. And then she just unzips herself. Uh. And she's actually an alien, too. Whoa. 
Yeah, with a twist indeed. And the, the name, do you want the name? Yes. It's called Alien Baby Feminist. Alien Baby Feminist. Round of applause for so all much. of that from Popping Pills and Popping Zits. Let's yeah. see, uh, can we get that cool song about being an alien in there? I think it's Rihanna's. Yes. I don't know that song, but she's my best friend, so yeah. Yeah, Aaron, look that up later. We'll figure it out, but let's get some really cool alien songs. Let's see, um, can we have a minute where there's just women talking and then a bunch of men die in the background, maybe like on The View? Yes. <laughs> Sounds good, right? Yes, that's a great idea. And can they try to explain the patriarchy to the aliens and then it seems alien to the aliens? Yes. <laughs> Everything yes. And we have to write this, though. Can the aliens, this, this will be too late for Shane, who's drawing our poster. Can the aliens' design be influenced by the uterus yeah, and fallopian can. tubes? Yeah, they can. It's not too late. <laughs> their planet is shaped like that. Yay. Uh, meanwhile, Shane Hosey over here is drawing some beautiful posters for this very pitch that you will see in a minute. Okay, so that is Alien Baby Feminist, made just for you. Did you love it? It's beautiful. It's the most romantic thing I've ever done. I mean, I would have appreciated some more, like, blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was sweet. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> was, that's romance in my book. That's romance. Thank you. Thank you so much. It could be. Or let's see what Ash has to do. Let's get Burke Bacharach up. Are you ready? I am. Let's hear your pitch for Crystal in three, two, one, go. Crystal hates police procedurals, but I like them, so uh -oh. I wrote about it. But <laughs> oh, picture this, kids. You got it ready? Yes. So we got Detective Dicky. Nah, you know the weird color things. And uh, he's on a manhunt case to find this weird serial killer that just destroys people with wounds all over their body from zip popping. <laughs> zip wounds, yeah. And uh, he, he comes across this sultry dame because she's a suspect. And uh, they have some weird conversation back and forth, hence banter. And uh, they have some weird sex, too. There's a lot of zip-popping there. During and, coitus. Uh, instead of the money shot, you have, like, a, a two-pulse zip-pop. Does, uh, does the pulsing correlate to the spray? Oh, yeah, it does. Okay, yeah. Yeah. got it. And um, there's some white stuff. And, uh, but he has to turn in his badge because he can't shut up about this amazing zip-popping sex that they had. And she's a suspect, so uh, you gotta kinda turn in your badge. And anyway, she was the murderer, but they still love each other. And um, it stars Matthew McConaughey and... <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Round of applause for that very romantic zip-popping murder romance procedural. Uh, Burt Bacharach Bonanzas, what do we call that film? Copped. I see, I see. Let's see, okay, so copped and poppin', lots of zits. Let's see, um, who plays this dame? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, you said so. My mistake. Uh, <laughs> Jennifer... Nice to her. <laughs> there is some 
really sexy jazz. <laughs> is that during the coitus scenes? No, it's during their weird banter. Ah, oh, the jazz is the real sex. This yeah, is the it's banter. like the fabulous Baker Boys kind of thing. Oh. Which is basically how we live. <laughs> is it McConaughey style? Yep. What's the moment that we're going to put in the front of the trailer? What, the moment? Yeah, what's our big get the butts in the seats? When he, when he turns in his badge and he's just like, you don't understand, man. It was a two-pulse pop. <laughs> and the title track of the first rap in the credits is two-pulse pop, too. And that's going to be pretty good. Well, people, we heard two pretty perfect pitches, and now it's up to you, the audience, to decide who is the winner of this round. I'll say the names, then you do your big claps. Hard clap if you're singing on opening weekend. Softer clap if you'll catch it when you download it. Let's hear it for Alien Baby Feminist. Pretty good, pretty good. And now let's hear it for Copped. Oh. Pepper, people want to pop it and people want to cop it. Excellente. Well, congratulations, Ash Bacharach, because you are in the lead. Thank you. Okay, but I'm, I'm really curious. Uh, this was designed for the other person to go see it, so how oh, would you exactly. rate each other's moves? That's a great question. Yeah, that is exact. Well, I literally, I'm like, why would you do a fucking cop film again? Right. Like, I was instantly offended. But it did have a lot of zip popping in it, so like, yeah. is that I mean, balance I know it, it kind of tried to build, but I'm like, no, I don't want to watch the same formula thing. All right. Like, <laughs> even if it's zip popping, so I was like, oh, that's so like, a selfish choice. <laughs> so what, what do you say? Like three out of ten? What, what yeah. do you get out of ten? I give her an eight out of ten because I love her. Oh, that's sweet. I do like sci-fi, but you know that I prefer horror. Yeah, well, oh. I didn't want to do horror because it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number rating? Seven. Oh. Oh. Not getting any at all tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, one divorce under our belt. <laughs> but the night is young. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so much. You're going to be back for round three, but let's move on to our newlyweds. Congratulations, you're about a year into marriage. How's it going over here? Feels like six months. Because it is. Yeah, yeah. Six months into marriage. <laughs> That's the best kind of marriage. Well, since you two are old hat at it, you know each other this well. Mm. Instead of making a film for each other that you'll love, I would like you to make a film that your partner would hate. Oh. Bring out your Haley Joel Osmits. Right. Make it the dishes or the laundry folding, whatever the fuck. Something they will hate. And then we'll see if you are happy or less happy with your partner than our first partners were. I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get lower than a seven. That okay. will be your rubric. So let's see what cards you've got. All right. Julia, this what are you Julia. holding? I think that's you. Yes, Vils. Yeah, that's me. I've got... Coveted tchotchke. Excellent. That's I'm a loving, McGuffin. Loving oh, that, that right. image. Brain <laughs> jail. Classic. Oh. And corpse hijinks. Wow. Okay. All right. You can make something that yeah. Jeremiah Gravy will hate with those. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think I've got it stolen. It's good. Those gonna, are good. <laughs> we're going to get a couple of weddings and stepdads out of that narrowed down. <laughs> At least three. <laughs> 
And Mick Gravy, what are you holding? Oh, uh, let's see. Which way do I want to go? Okay, Perpetual Pop. Yes. Uh, director's Fetish. Okay. And Star-Crossed Lovers. I feel like this should have been Crystals. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow her fetish just got there. That's movie magic. Is You can always put it in, but sometimes you can put a lampshade on it wow. if that's your thing. <laughs> Lampshades are my fetish, so yeah. <laughs> that's why you always walk around at the New Year's parties mm-hmm. like you do. Out in the open, baby. No one's none the wiser. Everyone deal with it. That's my fetish. All right. Oh, wait, shit. Is this why I'm single? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You just have to find the right bulb. (laughs) All right, newlyweds. Your approximate one minute to ignore us and plan an entire screenplay out of your ass begins a couple seconds ago. Three, two, one. Uh, Aaron, let's see. Who would you like to see first out of these two fine, beautiful, newlywed contestants? I need to see some McGravy. Oh, let's I get knew it. the gravy to the table. Bring that boat. Are you ready? Bring that boat. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's really hard to think with all the with all the chit chat. Yeah. Yep. I, I was. I wanted to talk instead of write, but I did my best. <laughs> I know that feel. There Let's things, yeah, there's a lot hear. of distractions going sure, on. Sure, yeah, and usually you get like a week to write a screenplay, but at least you'll have it done. Well, we wouldn't have a show That's if there was true. a week to do it. So, <laughs> we, uh, What's that time? Um, yeah. Let's hear your pitch, please. In three, two, one, go. So a movie that I think uh, my wife would dislike. Yes. Uh, she dislikes science fiction. So I went science fiction, perpetual pop, but it's a musical uh, because uh, I felt like there had to be a lot of musicals uh, <laughs> with this perpetual pop. Yep. Uh, so it's actually the main character is uh, Justin Timberlake, oh. uh, which she would actually like, but she would also hate the fact that he was in science fiction. <laughs> so it's like something that she likes, but then take it back a notch because she doesn't like science fiction. And he has to travel across the galaxy uh, to find uh, his his love, obviously, star-crossed lovers. Get it? Galaxy, star. Ah. Uh, and then the director's finish. I don't even know what the fuck this means. I can't stop <laughs> looking at these feet with the lighter and the cigarettes. <laughs> That's so I couldn't... I was like... I think it, he gets does, it. Does it have to be about feet? Uh, and I, uh, <laughs> it depends on your director. Right. Well, so... Um, so there's a lot of, like... Uh, shitty pop singers in this though so like this cast of characters like there's InSync and the Backstreet Boys like oh, they're wow. in one spaceship together uh, and uh, Cardi B is actually the female lead that JT's trying to find uh, but he never finds her uh, because that's something that she would dislike because she would want the, there to actually be a summation of the movie oh so but the like, lovers don't get together right so it's like a real artsy you know just like a hanging <laughs> Hanging end at the end, you know, like where it's just like, he just like, well, I guess that's it. And he gets in his little fucking dick-shaped rocket and he flies away. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then you never know. You never know if he finds her. You never know if the NSYNC Backstreet Boys spaceship made it to where they were trying to go. Uh, I don't know. This was really hard. This is really <laughs> fucking hard. This is hard? Holy shit, this is hard. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it makes sense. And it makes sense how you artistically trailed off because it is unrewarding <laughs> for us, the audience. And you yeah. as well, the wife audience. Well, yeah, I did want her to hate it. So. <laughs> I made it as shitty as possible. <laughs> I mean, I could have really done a good job, 
But you told me to make something she would like, and she likes good things. So I made it shitty. Round of applause for that shitty movie. Uh, Jeremiah Gravy Studios, what do you call that film? Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, what do I call this film? What's something your wife hates? Oh, God, she hates so many things. It's <laughs> true. She's got so much hate in her heart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's, uh, let's call it... Uh, Cardi Be Gone. Cardi... Ooh. Cardi what? Cardi Be Gone. Cardi, Cardi Be Gone. Be Cardi of one? I know. There I just need go. to riff a little bit. I didn't, if this was a riffing show, that would be different. Instead, I gotta listen to four assholes talk while I'm trying to riff in my own fucking head. I walk the whole audience. Those four people are gone. That's a shitty movie. I think I, I think I win. Round of applause for that truly shitty movie, Cardi Be Gone, walking the audience. Thank you, audience, for watching one round. That's fine. They probably just wanted to talk amongst Cardi themselves. Cardi B minus. <laughs> uh, they, they thought to themselves, oh, we get it. <laughs> I don't like the ending. They're done. Uh, so the, the boy bands in sci-fi, that sounded like the cut scene in the Star Wars prequels where George Lucas was going to put those in for his daughters. But now you're picking up the mantle because he didn't do it. But So now you uh, have all those boy bands talking to each other in space. Uh, what kind of things do those boys talk about while they're oh. there? Uh, mostly, yeah, like uh, sequin jumpsuits, uh, their new shoes, uh, yeah, Air Jordans. They talk about Air Jordans in space a lot because, you know, he can jump high. And, uh, you know, just, just stuff like that, you know. Consent. They talk a lot about consent, you know. <laughs> Would it, would it be fair to call this a gender swap Barbarella? <laughs> there you go. All yeah. right, all right, yeah. Uh, yeah, how sexy are their outfits? How sexy are their sci-fi outfits? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're mostly suspenders and sequins, for sure. No shirts under any of it, yeah. Like LEDs over the nipples? Yes. And yeah, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's check in with the wifey. Julia, how much did you hate that? I loved it. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> he forgets. He asks me all the time if I've seen like these amazing classic <laughs> movies, and I'm like, no. But I am True. binging Pretty Little Liars right now. Yeah, yeah, all I can think about is how like wonderful and how much I would love the soundtrack to that movie. Aww. I know. I'm sorry, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> but it's sci-fi. All right. Well, I'll overlook that for good music. So really the part of the problem is I really couldn't think of anything that she hates. She just has no taste at all, obviously. <laughs> so it's just like she's got no type. She's got no. It's just like yeah, whatever. I'll watch it. I have the so, face of a black man on my like arm, and I have no taste. <laughs> well, not you know specific. Yeah. So I couldn't obviously make it about Motown. Right. True that. Unless they all got murdered. Okay, that's too far. That. <laughs> that too far. We don't God even need it. to put that out there in the universe. I'm Let's just leave it alone. It. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> we already walked the audience. You did it. Uh, <laughs> this is just for us now. <laughs> it always was. Uh, 
that's true. That's very true. The real movies are what we bring with us inside our hearts. And in that vein, Nine Weddings and a Stepdad, are you ready for your I, pitch? I am now. Yeah. I, was <laughs> I better fucking hate this. Are you ready to make McGravy sour? Let's yeah. hear your pitch, please. Right. In three, Gross. two, one, go. Uh, it stars Paul Simon. Ooh. Who he loves, but Paul Simon dies immediately. Oh. That's... <laughs> Paul Simon dies immediately, but he's resurrected. He ends up reborn, although not as another person per se. He ends up in the mind and in the brain of Giada De Laurentiis, who he also loves. Here's the catch, though. Because Paul Simon is now in her brain, she can no longer pronounce Italian, and so there goes her entire life's effort. Yeah, so she loses her accent and uh, now is compassionate towards people who try to to speak Italian, I don't know. So it's set in Italy, and all she does is go town to town trying to convince people that she is Italian, but she can't do it because Paul Simon's in charge of that part of her brain now, right? Uh-huh. So it's, it's maddening for both of them. She finally makes it overseas and into an olive garden, and it just blows them away. So they hire her immediately. Paul Simon then can't take it anymore and walks her body into traffic, and she dies. Wow. Yeah. A uh, round of applause <laughs> for the death of Paul Simon through Angiata De Laurentiis. Um, couple questions. First of all, what do you call it? You can call me Art. Hey. And let's see. Um, does she, this beautiful lady, get a Paul Simon esque bald spot as his personality takes over? Oh, I didn't go that far, but I would love that. Yeah, because look, he's picturing yeah, it he's now. Yeah, frowning right now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds magical. Yes, that that also happens. It's a very brave look for a woman, and it's a very brave look for anybody. My bald spouse. How do you like being bald? And what is the question you have for this film? Um. My question is, uh, is Paul Simon in, like, doing coke with Chevy Chase 1987 style? Paul Simon, are we, like, there? I went younger with wearing the hat and his glasses, and he just keeps his guitar with him at all times. Oh, some, like, Parsley Sage, mm-hmm. Rosemary and Thyme style. Mm-hmm. Okay, he has okay. a turtleneck on? Sure. Mm-hmm. Are we going to incorporate the Parsley Sage, Rosemary and Thyme into the pasta? Oh. oh. Uh, yes. Yes, <laughs> I'm loving all these ideas. I had 60 seconds. That's, I just wanted yeah. to kill them both at the end. I didn't care how it happened. It's a real bird box. Yeah, they just walk right out <laughs> of the traffic. Just walk Spoiler. They've seen them. They want to show you something. Yeah. Uh, Mick Gravy, how much did you hate that movie? I, uh, I loved it. <laughs> Whatever, no. Just He's kidding. Just I disliked it. <laughs> I don't like him being trapped in there or, or not. <laughs> she can't. What's she gonna make? Fucking matzo ball soup or whatever the fuck he is. He's like half Jewish, half nothing. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. Paul Simon is a half man. Yeah. Well, well he's not that tall. Mean, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what white is now. It's time for the aliens to clean up a little. Oh, no. Oh, no. Or Paul. Yeah. No, I just... <laughs> I disliked it very much. Mm-hmm. It's time for him to be in a movie, but not actually in He's there. He's been in a... He made a movie. It's called oh. One Trick Pony. It was awful. Is he dead? <laughs> I thought he was dead. 
he's in the movie. Ash hates Paul Simon. She <laughs> hates, like, irrationally hates. That's not cool. Isn't that weird? Of all the, all the things, it's Paul Simon. Carrie Fisher's dead, and they did it once, so. Not once. They were married. <laughs> they were married. Yeah. He but made they, her wear the fucking bikini. Like, it was, it was a thing. Yeah. A wedding bikini? A wedding bikini. Yeah. With diamonds on the soles. He played yeah. Java. <laughs> Fun fact, uh, Paul yeah. Simon was one of the dudes smoking inside that space worm. <laughs> All right, right, audience. You heard two pretty terrible pitches as far as the newlyweds are concerned. Let's see which one was your favorite. Let's hear it for Cardi of One. I deserve that. I deserve that. <laughs> That's a building heat. This is really hard, yeah. And now let's hear it for You Can Call Me Art. Yeah. Yay. Okay. audience liked it more because Jeremiah hated it more. Well, that was the goal. Yep. Very successful. We won't see you opening weekend. Even though you want to support your spouse, you won't go to that show. Well, we are to the penultimate semi-final round and we have some people. Uh, questions? We, we do it when we banter between rounds. Yeah, no, it's great though. You'll see them. They're great. They're so cute. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're good. Okay. So, semi-final round. We have two couples, and it's up to them whether they'd like to be partners or whether they'd like to play the field. Namely, Julia, since you won the last round, would you like to keep this person sitting next to you to co-write a screenplay with you, or would you like to switch to one of these lovely ladies at table number two? I'll keep them. All ah. right. Kept them for now. <laughs> that means... Scared. You ladies are going to be together. That saves me a decision that might have gotten me in trouble. Right, right? <laughs> We're looking for one wedding, one stepdad, one funeral. So let's see. I will be see. on Crystal. Don't worry. Oh, Julia, as the front runner of the last round, you also get the choice. We're going to do two different things. One table will do a romantic comedy. One table will do a romantic tragedy. Which would you like to have? Let's go tragedy. Tragic over here. Okay, so let me explain this Can premise. I teams? No. <laughs> no, no, you lost. No, you ah, get ah. no agency. You're not in the front. So, <laughs> so uh, I'm striving right now for cinema realism, and there's something that you don't get to see enough of, and that is peeing and pooping and bleeding and sneezing and sleeping and film. It's underrepresented. So all I would like is from you a romantic tragedy that features all of those bodily activities heavily. And for you ladies, let's do that, but as a romantic comedy. And let's see your cards. Okay. <laughs> so let's see, to poppin' Burke Bacharach's zits and giving him pills, what do you get? <laughs> poppin' Burt. Oh, here we go, here we go. Planned pregnancy. Uh-huh. Body swap. Great. And comically mismatched partners. Oh, just like y'all. <laughs> Go ahead and plan me a romantic comedy with a lot of bodily functions with those cards. And stepdad gravy. Let's see what you get. I know, work on that title, please, because it's terrible. Uh, what cards are you going to make a romantic comedy with? 
Time travel casual. Excellent. Oh, that's not what I thought that said. Okay. <laughs> uh, ghouls just want to have fun. They do. And unplanned pregnancy. There you go. The sister card did the other one. All right. Your approximate minute to plan, though, starts approximately a couple seconds ago. Three, two, one. Oh, let's see. We've got a couple of beautiful choices. Do we want to hear... <laughs> what, did you, what did you call it, Daisy? Did you want to hear Nine Gravy Stepdad or Splurt Pilcherak? <laughs> First. Splurt. We got heat for splurt. We want the splurt. It's gonna splurt. Splurt. Let's hear it in three, and pick who's going first. Looks like you, okay, great. When I say switch, she'll switch. Let's hear Splurt Bacharax. Pitch, please, in three, two, one, go. It's a movie, and every character is played by Julia Roberts. Ooh. <laughs> Julia Roberts finds herself in Hawaii, and she decides to go on one of those uh, horse rides on the beach. And she is having some weird feelings on this horse ride because this horse is special. <laughs> and she doesn't know why. And she meets a bunch of people on this ride. It's kind of swimmer-esque. Oh, yes. Um, but all the people that she meets are Julia Roberts. Switch. So she's on this horse and she really likes how the horse feels yeah. and she's curious about the horse and it's really hard to do a body swap when everybody's played by Julia Roberts. So she looks the horse dead in the eyes after swallowing his spit and letting him vomit it in her mouth whoa, and then all of a sudden whoa, she's okay. the horse for a second. And <laughs> this horse is really practical and all he sees are just Julia Roberts everywhere he turns. So she's like, oh my God, I love this horse, and I think I want to fuck it. <laughs> As you do, right? And then she's like, well, I don't really want to fuck it. I want to actually just get it pregnant. I want to I wanna somehow. <laughs> I want to somehow. Keep going. I want to somehow give this horse my baby. So... Um, She's realizing that this, this horse seems familiar to her. And then when she's looking deep in the eyes as she's feeding an apple in slow-mo, uh, she realizes that it's reincarnated Nick Nolte. And she's really upset that she found a tonsil stone on its mouth, like right on its lip. <laughs> when they and were kissing? She, yeah, and, and she was like, oh my god, that gives me diarrhea. So then she had to go in the corner and shit everywhere. And then the smell of her own shit made her so sick. <laughs> that she's like, I want to vomit in this horse's mouth and maybe the tonsil stone will go away. So she did that and then they got married. Round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank questions, you. notes. Um, that's a great romantic comedy. What do you call that's it? That's great. What do you call it? The aristocrats. <laughs> they call it Horsing around. Horsing around. <laughs> what about being John Malkovich horse face? Julia being Roberts. Julia Roberts. No, because everybody looks like her. And being John Malkovich, everyone looks like John Malkovich. Wait, what? No, fuck. I've never seen that movie. It's too high. Apparently concept. not. <laughs> 
Um, so, what's the moment where they start kissing? How does that romance like kick off into it's happening? Well, you know, it's you know you have to have some buildup, some sexual tension, and it takes about thirty minutes of like a lot of like close-ups of like thigh against horse body and um, <laughs> woman hand gripping leather brindle. I don't know what bridle. Bridle. Oh, bridle. <laughs> she said brindle. <laughs> That's like coloring in a dog or a horse. Is it a brindle horse? It is a brindle horse. That's why I got confused. <laughs> that makes sense. Do do they have a song? Is there a is there a love song in here? Um. It's didn't we almost have it all by Whitney Houston? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how did you? Julia, do you agree to this? Well, you know, dollar bills, yo. Yeah, and the fact that she actually gets to have sex with the horse. It's a, it's a lifelong career goal. She it was in her contract, I for sure. Yeah. I mean, she's up to her shoulder in horse. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. she puts yeah. her arm in the horse. Well, I guess that's one way to well, get Well, because they pregnant. have to impregnate yeah. the right. horse. So... That's what they do in 4-H. But you have to like hold the horse come and then like get it all the way in the back of the horse. It's a, it's a trick. Do jazz hands? Yeah, the yeah. End? That's it's a jazz hand. Spirit fingers in your horse. That move actually comes from horse husbandry. It's the classic move. Okay. Or it doesn't count. Or it doesn't count. <laughs> Pinto. But the horse counts. It'll do math and stamp how many times Julia has orgasmed it. And there's dressage. <laughs> I love dressage. William Shatner is good at dressage. He has his own ponies. We should get him in this, too. Yes. Covered up with Julia Roberts. So who has a toothier smile, Julia or the horse? Uh, oh, well, probably the horse. I think the horse was old because, you know, you don't look a gift horse in the mouth and it didn't have any teeth. So I'm going to go with Julia. Julia no. wins again. Okay, that's horsing around. That's a romantic comedy yeah. that features the biological elements that our cinema might have bypassed. So thank you for the realism. But You're welcome. we have a pair of pitch partners champing at the bit, horsily, if you will, ready to come at us with some cinema realism and a romantic tragedy. A stepfather's gravy, or if you have a better name for yourself. <laughs> Nope. 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 That's it. That's it. From uh, mom's spaghetti to stepfather's gravy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over my sweater. My it's a two-pulse pump life, son. First pulse is spaghetti. Second pulse is gravy. Uh, let's hear your pitch, please. In three, two, one, go. All right. It's a buddy tragedy. Uh, yeah. You know, instead of a romantic. So it's romantic, but it's a romantic tragedy with buddies starring R. Kelly and Kevin Hart. Gulp. Gulp. Uh, and they're they're buddies, and they go to like a photo booth at a bar, and it ends up being like a time travel. It's like a kind of like uh, the Zoltan. Oh yeah. On on Big Right, but it time travels them uh, to an alternate universe uh, where someone has actually killed Hitler. Oh. But that fucked everything up, and now there's zombies everywhere. 
uh, and the zombies, uh, they throw poop. Uh, the zombies throw poop, and if you get the poop in your mouth, then you're impregnated with the wow. zombie baby. That's science. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so uh, Kevin Hart, uh, one of the buddies, becomes impregnated by the zombie, because he's always got that giant mouth open. He gets pooped right in the mouth. Zombie poop in the mouth, and then uh, he becomes impregnated with uh, one of the zombie babies, and they're trying to figure out, uh, you know, how do they get back, and then how do they also get rid of this baby because mm. Kevin Hart does not want to have a zombie baby, and R. Kelly has a really good idea. Are about, you gonna tell the whole movie? Switch. Well, I was kind of hoping she'd fucking say switch. <laughs> switch. We have a very limited plot here. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Kevin Hart ends up impregnated, right? So they're going around town. They're trying to figure out how they're going to get out of this, how they're going to get back to where they were before. So they start trying to figure out that maybe if they take their own poop and throw it at the zombies, <laughs> that it's going to like reverse it, right? So they start Dancer, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. The whole time, Kevin Hart has no idea he's pregnant, but his stomach is getting bigger, obviously <laughs> with a child mm -hmm. at the time. He thinks it's gas. Uh <laughs> So that's happening. He's trying to figure out. He stops every couple seconds because he's winded. He thinks it's gas, looking for Tums everywhere. That's not happening. Um, and then they figure, all right, right? We got to figure out what's going to actually kill these zombies and reverse all of this. And R. Kelly thinks, well, what if I pee on them? Oh, uh, that's why we've had our yeah. go, go to what you're good at. So he starts peeing on them, and it works. It starts killing the zombies, which is amazing, except he forgets his friend is impregnated with the zombies, and there then kills Kevin Hart. Oh. There's the baby inside him. Tragic. It's like a real M. Night Shyamalan with the six cents water when it gets on him, but it's R. Kelly's piss. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, yeah, that's and then the ben. Rock shows up because he's in every Kevin Hart movie now, and uh, carries his dead corpse away. That's a nice happy ending for this romantic tragedy. Round of applause. Think on that. I have a couple questions. First of all, what do you call it? Land before, before time. time. No copyright issues. No notes. That's great. That's great. Uh, so no, that's the land before time. This oh. is just this is land. Land before time. time. Oh, P4. P4 time. That's layers. Because the more he pees on them, the more time they get. It's like the you know the the photo in Back to the Future, but it's like with the piss. Right, right. So we get to use that as something we come back to. We come back to the photos, and they're sepia toned with PP, I presume. But it's the baby inside Kevin Hart that's actually fading away. A <laughs> um, lot of questions. I guess what I want to know is how did the effects go with the poop pregnancy, right? Can we do a mm -hmm. slow motion? Can we do some interior animation to show that yeah. biological process? Yeah, I think you'd like have CSI. to. CSI, yeah. yeah. The, the poop gets in there and then the... Enhance. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. the non-dead, the, non uh, the undead. <laughs> they get right in there and impregnate him. Now, Go right to his cervix. What if the baby was played by Danny DeVito? Does that help? Oh. That helps a lot. I feel like, I feel like that's yeah. necessary. It's just, he's got a running dialogue the whole time. <laughs> It'll make me sad when he dies. That'll well, yeah. it's a tragedy. Um, how does the poop make um, um, the rig for a male pregnancy? Does it become the cervix and the uterus? Exactly, yeah. It's all contained within the zombie poop. Yeah. That makes sense to that, me. That Hitler saved us from. Yeah, I mean... Mm. 
He really had some good ideas. I thought... <laughs> I thought we'd seen all we needed to out of zombies, but I was wrong. No, no. Let's see, let's see. Um... Are you going to address R. Kelly maybe getting arrested? or is he? Well, I thought about that. Yeah. I did. But the whole point is a tragedy, right? So yeah. if you actually get him arrested in the end, then it's a good thing because that's what's deserved. So that's the only reason I didn't even mention that route. So you're going to actually get him arrested at your premiere? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That's some good yeah. publicity. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to show up and then they pay money. Fucking take him well, away then. Can't, can't the zombies just eat them? Eat them alive? No. Are we doing I'm, I'm confused. Is this, that's not I, justice, is this that's just life? revenge. Or in the movie? Because in the movie, the judge would throw the rap out once he saved us from the poop zombies, right? I mean, you'd have to forgive it. No. Oh, all right. No. It depends on the judge. You're on numbers. <laughs> I had interpreted the ending that they come, they return back to our time, our timeline when Hitler is dead. There are no poop zombies, and so when he tries to explain yeah. that he saved the world, everyone's like, no, you're going to jail. He's like, you know, I pulled off some pretty amazing feats in my day. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie, but I picked up a 15-year-old girl at my own child pornography trial. Oh. That's a real thing that happened in it's real life. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and that is a real romantic tragedy. Yeah. So, audience, you are now tasked with the very important task of figuring out who is the biggest winner of the night. And the one where uh, Julia Roberts impregnates a horse or the one where R. <laughs> R. Kelly pisses on a zombie and Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart gets shit in his mouth? Two amazing choices. Make your, vote or die, America. <laughs> If you don't vote, it's your fault. You're complicit. Uh, let's hear it first for Horsin' Around. Yeah! Some heat, some heat, some heat. And now let's hear it for Land P4 Time. Now that sounded pretty equal to me. I know. Let's do it from the top. One more time for Land P4 Time. P4 for Time. P4 Time. P4 Time. Horsing around. Horsing around. You have a microphone if you I really want to make a laugh. <laughs> Dumbass. Uh, I'm making an executive decision. I'm going to throw out that chant because Chris was in the audience and he'll chant anything. Don't That's count it as any extra heat. <laughs> And horsing around actually got a woo from the audience. So that's true. Horsing around, big winner of the night. That means that Burt Bacharach Bonanza. Whoa! Oh god. Precious, what an odd in Hollywood. Wouldn't be the Oscar party until someone throws a drink. <laughs> that Red Bull had wings for a moment. Nailed it. So I want to thank everybody else and stick around because you get to weigh in on these last options. And Ash, I'm actually going to bring my spouse into the pitch we're going to do against you as the winner. So you can choose whether you'd like to bring in your spouse as well. Yeah, I'll tap her in. Great, tapped in. That means we got pop, uh, splurt. Yeah, uh, I forget. Splurt, back rack, and pills, bonanza versus ourselves what are we today um we didn't plan this so we're gonna be 
Piddle, poop, uh, are piddle, you, are you usually poop knife? Uh, sometimes. How about poop wife? We're gonna be poop knife. Oh, poop wife. Yeah, poop wife. I get it. That's great. Can't beat that. Sorry about your erasure. You'll be the poop. That's what you're best at. So we're gonna do a sequel to the films that we have already seen. So let's go ahead and recap what everyone is, and you, ladies, get first choice as the winners. Yeah, I'm gonna draw more. I'm gonna draw more. And you'll do you're it. You're so excited for those drawings. They're beautiful. A sequel to the group one or the sequel to the Indo? Yeah. Uh, Here, let me, I'll read them all off and then you get to choose. So, you could sequel Alien Baby Feminist. You could sequel Copped, the first winner. You could sequel Cardi of One. Or you could sequel You Can Call Me Art. Or Horsing Around or Land P4 Time. What is your choice out of those amazing cinema options? And then we have to think of our backup. I mean, yeah, category is open. It's a sequel. <laughs> you like, yeah. Oh, you can. Oh, do do like a split where it's like a stealth sequel to, to like a. That's what I want to do. I want to do. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But she's accusing me of creating my own. Category. Can we do that? She wants to do a mashup. Listen, do whatever you want. Um, you can pick any one film and do whatever you want with do whatever it. Whatever you want. One, Can't take more than two. But you can steal elements. It's like DreamWorks, and we can't hold that against you. But the audience might. Okay, we're going to go with Copped. Oh, that was Aaron's first choice. Let's see, let's see. Hmm. Yeah? Okay. And we're going to take Horsin' Around. All right. So I'm going to pass the hosting duties to Shane, who will show posters while the rest of us have... Oops, let's see our cards, though. Finally. Oh, yeah, the cards. Ladies. Your last round hand is thusly. What do you got? We got a product placement. Lovely. Big bad. Uh-huh. And vaguely European super villain. I love it. I want to see that in Copped 2. Aaron, what are we dealing with? We have got Sport Dog, Butt Beach, and getting pulled back in for one last big score. Oh, man, I hope the horse's baby turns out to be a sport dog. Yeah, thanks for that. It's right in the bank. Okay, oh, no, you I'm host. cheating. We're cheating. <laughs> go right ahead. All right, you guys got a minute. Go, go enjoy it. Three, two, one. Let's do you first. Let's not. All right, Jesus. Crystal, you go first. I'm in charge of this fucking show now. Oh. Just kidding. No, you guys, you guys were ready, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the hosts go first. They're hostile. Just kidding. The vitriol. <laughs> the bile. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna give you. Uh, I want you to hear your. He's so angry. Poop wife. I want to hear your pitch, please. In three, two, one, go. We start off right in the middle of the kiss scene from Horsin' Around. Okay. Julia Roberts' horse is trying to get in and kiss, and the horse spit, human spit interaction magic is about to happen, and then the horse accidentally kisses a dog, making a horse dog named Hog. He gets discovered by um, notable talent and uh, uh, agent Andy McDowell, 
Um, she sees this hog and realizes that this is an enormous opportunity because she is going to win the Kentucky Derby. So, they go back in time to the Kentucky Derby in 1943, before they had good rules. It's just a simple thing, just going back in time. And the hog goes through the race, and the little hog it looks like a corgi crossed with a Shetland. God bless it, it's very cute, but the legs are shit, and it is not running for anything. But what Andy McDowell has been doing through a series of pop music montages is teaching the hog how to win. And the trick is to ride another horse. So there's this little fat baby sport hog riding a real horse, and then at the very end, it jumps off the horse's face and blinds him, but gets the win. Hog's a winner. Hog's a winner. Andy McDowell goes to make out with the hog, but she kisses a horse's butt. And then the horse's butt talks in the voice of Gilbert Godfrey, opening it up for a sequel. Very open. And it is called... Going Hog. So this this movie is called Going Hog. Yep, the sequel to Horsin' Around is Going Hog. And that's H apostrophe O-G. Any questions? I think we said it all, but please. Uh, well, you did blatantly uh, ignore getting pulled back in for one last big score. Well, the hog did an agility course before it went to the Kentucky Derby, and it shows you the fail. Thank you for that. No, it's absolutely correct. The hog failed at the agility course for dogs. That's when they chose to go into horse play. Mmm. Okay. Also, a dog died during that agility. And uh, besides Andy McDowell, there are no other notable actors or actresses. Gilbert Godfrey. Gil, okay, as a voice, yes. <laughs> and a butthole, like we CGI'd his butthole. Oh, so it's like a Conan, yeah. Conan O'Brien, like uh, Bill Clinton mouth thing. Exactly. Okay, but it's a horse's sphincter. Yeah, and Aaron, who else do we have? Um, we have uh, The Rock because he's in everything, yeah. and he. He shows up, it's like an executive decision thing. You think he's going to be the main character of it, but then he dies in the first, like, 45 seconds of the movie. Mm. There's a lot of casualties in this film. Also, several crew members died during the Kentucky Derby. And Julia Roberts, in a, in a complete 180, is not in this No, movie. not at all. No. Wow. Not, even, even, not even her mouth? Hair. Nope, nope. She wouldn't let us, and so we did like a weird Crispin Glover Back to the Future 2 thing where we like hang up a lady upside down. She's like, I'm Julia Roberts, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. And then she just leaves. Yeah. I see. I like, I like to imagine the production meeting where it's like, okay, we're doing horse round two, go. What we got? Bad news, everyone. Julia is out. What the fuck are we going to do? The movie's going to start with them kissing. Uh, I don't know. A dog does it. Uh, <laughs> page one rewrite. Do it. Get back in. <laughs> Just make it work. Make it work, damn it. What do I pay you people for? Thanks for the window into our process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why that ashtray scar is on your forehead, Aaron. <laughs> All right. Um, does anyone else have any other questions uh, for Horse Around 2? Going hog. All right. Well, I hope it's going to be great. So. <laughs> Green light. Let's make a fucking movie, my friends. Well, then let's get back to your other contestants, Ash and Crystal. Uh, you're in okay. The Let me hear your pitch, please, in three, two, a one, go. So, uh, Copped 2, starring Jeremy Irons, uh, 
He's a really bad lieutenant. He's always drunk, um, and he has a lot of skulls everywhere. Um, and he, there's, he's getting all these calls. He's always drinking a Pepsi, and he's, he's getting all these calls about like this white substance and pubes being found in Olive Gardens and Forever 21s. So he's constantly going to these two places and he's like, what is this white substance? He's like, it's semen and pubes. Like, who is this, right? Then he gets it tested and it finds out it's actual zits. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's the zits and the substance it's coming from a Sasquatch, played by John Lithgow, of course, right? So then... Yeah, so Zitz is actually pus and sebum, um, and uh, yeah, it's slippery when wet, and uh, what happened was Sasquatch is actually trying to save the world and going to these, like, super popular places like Olive Garden Forever 21 um, to, to can I get a witness spread the message of peace and love and then we're all connected because Sasquatch has obviously done a lot of mushrooms because he lives in the forest and um, yeah Jeremy Irons is just basically a dick and he's terrible and he jails this giant big bad Sasquatch. However, there's this one last scene <clears throat> in an Applebee's <laughs> where Jeremy Irons, the killer of world peace, slips on some pus and semen from a, a fucking zit. And as he's falling, a pube gets caught up in the wind and floats into Jeremy Irons' mouth. And you can see close up, you can see it going to his mouth and it's slow-mo. And he hits his head and he has a Sasquatch pube stuck in the back of his throat and he chokes and dies because he's a villain and he needs to die. Die, Jeremy Irons, die. <laughs> Round of applause for that cummy, pussy, popular restaurant chain sequel. Uh, what do you call it? Cupped too. <laughs> die, Jeremy Irons, die. <laughs> is the That's a great tagline. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Pretty great. I mean, you're gonna find a lot of like, what what is it? What are sets made out of that I like to pick? Uh, Puss and Puss. You're gonna find that at Forever 21. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, it's yeah. gonna be everywhere. I feel like the fact that you knew Olive whatever Garden. that was, I was like, are you using medical terms right now? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a scientist. But I'm a zit scientist. A zion, a scientist. <laughs> that was a poor man too. Uh, I got a question. Certainly. So this big. Uh, climactic pube floating scene. Is it going to start like a, like the feather in Forrest Gump where you're going to pan way out and then it's going to... That feather was moving way too fast. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking slower. It's going to take at least... Um, is it going to be like the plastic bag no. in American yeah. Beauty? I get, I get really angry about the plastic bag. And yeah. Then I get really angry. So 
it will be similar. What's the song that plays as the pube? Yeah. Like it's, the final countdown. It's the, it's the Forrest Gump song. And Haley Joel Osment's there. And he watches it fall and Forrest is like, but is he smart? Like, like me, Jenny? And then the pubes kill him. Yeah. Do you set it up earlier that he has an aversion to pubes and the Sasquatch <laughs> is all pubes and that's well, why he hates him? That's great. Sasquatches are all pubes. Right? Just is. We yeah. should have called them that. Pube squatch. Pube. All pubes. Pube squatch. <laughs> pube squatch. All right, ladies, this is an all pube skates. <laughs> yeah. Sasquatch. All pubes. Just yeah. ladies, though. Thank you. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. To the roller hmm. rink. Well. Do you have your poster? Should we do those before the clap? No, no. Okay. It'll poison the well. Yeah. We always do the class before the posters. Okay. Uh, all right, audience, it's up to you. This is for the all the marbles. Uh, we're playing for a bag of marbles, right? Oh yeah. So Some nice uh, marbles too. I mean, I would have tried harder if I'd known that. <laughs> Sorry. God, I love marbles. We got clearies and shooters. So. Lovely. Give it up, please, for horse in round two going to all. And let's hear it for Cops 2 Die, Jeremy Irons Die. Yeah! Whoa! That's resounding. Yeah! Yeah! Congratulations. Big winners. <laughs> Big winners. Baccarat Bonanza. Ash Casterman. Did I say it right that time? Yay! Ash Kasman. Imagine I had that right the whole time. Ash Kasman, big winner! We love Ash. We love Ash. We love Ash. We love Ash. Not ass, Chris. Thank you. I'd like to thank my beautiful Crystal. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. The orchestra's starting to play. <laughs> <laughs> but it's playing the forest song, so it's a nice callback. <laughs> Ash, when you aren't winning low-key screenplay com competitions, where can our audience keep up with you? You got a show or a Twitter? Uh, I, got, I got a face page. Yeet. And I do stuff there. It's not that great. Hooray! But, you know, it's pretty cool for me every day. What a pitch. <laughs> Quite the pitch. How did she win this? <laughs> Let's think about I this. I know, after that. That huh? was terrible. She <laughs> left all the heat for the screenplays and was self-effacing. <laughs> Crystal, Please be my Facebook friend. <laughs> Please do it. She deserves it. Crystal, when you aren't coming in second place with your lovely spouse, where can our audience catch up with you? Uh, you can find me Someone's Madre is my handle on all the things. Oh. Yeah. Very nice. Someone's. Thank you for I am, playing. I am Someone's Madre. I know. This whole time? Crazy. Yep. Oop. They don't know. <laughs> Let's get your kid on next time, because I heard she's a killer. She's great at this game. <laughs> uh, the lovely newlywed Jays, Jeremiah and Julia. Jeremiah, when you aren't pitching and yelling, where can our audience keep up with I you? I know, I'm sorry. Where's that gravy at? Uh, I have my website. It's uh, just jeremiahcoughlin.com. 
on Twitter at haha underscore jcoff. And then, uh, yeah, that's funny. And then uh, just Jeremiah Coughlin on Instagram. And then, yeah, I got a, a podcast called Brian Time. I got a, a show at Helium called For the Record. Oh, yay. Yeah, come out. March 20th, For the Record. It's fun. Let's go see that, people. And Julia Ramos on the streets and Julia Coughlin in the sheets. Where can our audience <laughs> keep up with all your wonderful comedies? Instagram, Julia Ramos Comedy. There we go. Thank you so much. Shane, what can we see from you coming up? Uh, you got uh, Portland Legends Wrestling coming up on uh, February 27th, which be is... Be there. This is just for you guys. Uh, <laughs> Jeremiah's going to be there. Chris is going to be on it. I'm going to be on it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, other people are going to be on it, but I'm not going to name them right now because screw them. Um, <laughs> screw them. As always, catch out. Always catch uh, Spec Script, the the greatest the greatest show to ever grace Kelly's Olympian. It really is very good. <laughs> Suck it, bitch, please. I get it. It's fine. They make their writers write by themselves and not on stage in one minute. So yeah, that's fine. A little better in that regard. And uh, I've been working on a tabletop RPG. You can find out more information at hasterpg.com. And you have a podcast called Anime at the Gates. Oh, yeah. I have a podcast called Anime at the Gates that I always forget to plug. It's me and my yep. friend Craig May watching every yep. anime that's ever been made. Yep. Determined at random, one episode at a time, and judging it based on the first episode. So it's I a lot of fun. Out Shane Shane. Thank you so much. Aaron, when you aren't being my spouse and making hog wild features, anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. Um... John Travolta and Michael Madsen back together by popular demand. Trade and Paint 2019. Check it out now. It's in theaters. It's a real theatrical release. They're still putting those in movie theaters. Um, that's the only thing I'm proud of right now. Uh, thanks. I am your host, Carolyn Maine. This is Pitch Please. Thank you, Kellys. Thank you, Kelly's staff. Thank you, audience. And that is our show. Take our Pitch Please. Good night. Tip your weight staff. Pitch Please was recorded live at Kelly's Olympian in Portland, Oregon. Special thanks to Jeremiah Coughlin, Julia Ramos, Ash Kasteman, and Crystal Kordowski for playing. Pitch Please is hosted, created, illustrated, and distributed by Carolyn Maine. The Pitch Please podcast is produced by Randall Lawrence at Cranival Studios. To get your own Pitch Please deck, please visit pitchplease.fun. Thanks for listening.